Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, you know what? I'm thinking about it and I think he's wrong. I think I apologize. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm not saying sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Voice Hugs, a podcast of becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Rowena and Vivian. That was like an inspirational <laughs> sermon. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So Rowena's still in Mexico. If you guys are watching this background as I'm playing with my socks on my feet, if you're watching the audio, but that's not the point. The point is when we're thinking about what to record for this episode, I was thinking back to the last time James and I got in a huge argument. What it was over, I honestly couldn't really tell you. It wasn't anything significant, right? However, the main point of the argument was about how I was refusing to apologize. I was refusing to say sorry when James just wanted me to admit my fault and to apologize. And so we thought, why not dedicate a whole episode to talk about apologizing? Because I believe the creator, is Dr. Chapman the creator of Love Language? Yes, I think so. So... The founder, the originator, the creator of the five love languages came up with the five apology language as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on the five love languages website. So I think so. Mm, if not him, yes. then it's like his company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So before it pops off, because I mean, we have seen it come across through our friendship circle, so I'm sure it's going around as well, but I don't think the apology language has gone as mainstream as love language. So you guys heard it here first. <laughs> I'm unhinged today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear about this this argument where you refuse to say sorry to James because I was just telling my boyfriend, I was like, you know, I feel like I say sorry all the time. I'm like always the first to say sorry. And he looks at me and he's like, no, you don't. You never say sorry. And I was like, excuse me, what do you mean? And so it's it's funny, like we think we are away and then our significant other is like, no, you nah. are blind to what you are like. So I'm I'm excited to hear about your story to talk about why it's so hard to apologize sometimes. I know for me, I'm always like, I'm right. If I apologize, then I admit my fault. But I'm right, so I'm not going to apologize. Let's just start with your story, your example. Okay. What happened and why did you not want to apologize to James in that moment? So what happened to me is so insignificant, but to him, it meant the world. 
So we were in Hawaii with my parents. We're waiting in line to go eat at one of like the best restaurants on Maui called Mama's Fish House. We're outside. It's beautiful. We'll put a picture up so you guys can see the view that we're looking at. So I turned to James and I'm like, I really want to go surfing. That's the only thing I want to do here in Maui. And he goes, okay, since we already planned, since I already planned everything for us for this trip, let's see if we can get in a day so that we can go surfing together. And I was like, okay. And he goes, what if you go by yourself? Because I may have to take some calls in the morning. And I go, and I'm highlighting this because this is what triggered him. And I go, but I do everything with you. Why won't you come surfing with me? He gets visibly upset. I'm like, boy, I don't know why you're mad. Like, I literally didn't say anything. We go eat. You know, we venture on, we go check in, blah, blah, blah. Three days pass. And he goes, hey, I'm still kind of mad at you. I'm like, what? Why? For like, for what I said at Mama's Fish House? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, but why? And he's like, well, you know, I care a lot about doing things together. And for you to say something like that makes it seem mm. like you're going out of your way to do everything with me when in reality, like, you don't really want to do it. And I'm like, well, that's not what I meant. So, no, that's not what I meant. And then that's uh -huh. kind of where everything started. In my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not responsible for how you interpret or misinterpret my words. So if you're going to take what I say and run off and be like, oh, she like doesn't care and she just is doing everything with me. She doesn't value all the hard work that I've put in. I'm not responsible for how you feel. Therefore, I'm not gonna apologize because I didn't say anything wrong. And this went on for like an hour, literally at night. We're like oh, whisper no. fighting because my parents are in the other room. <laughs> and then of course it's not resolved because he's like frustrated that I'm not seeing things from his perspective. I'm frustrated that he's frustrated and that he's been keeping it to himself for the past four days and has just been mulling and ruminating on his own where he could have just like brought it to the surface much sooner so that we could have, I could have helped him get over this. And I think the fact that he was ruminating for four days made me even more upset because I'm like, you could have just told me like, this is literally, this is not a big deal. You don't have to be going through this, you know, like we could have, we could have just talked about it. But like, I, again, like now in retrospect, I know like that wasn't the point. The point was he is sharing his side of the feelings and he obviously was hurt. And as a partner, I don't want my partner to be hurt. Mm. And so immediately after the conversation ended, he turns over, I turn over, of course, like to the other side and not facing each other. In my mind, I'm like, damn, bro, you failed. <laughs> like, mm -mm, today's not your day. <laughs> if you want to be kind and compassionate, mm -mm, that wasn't it. So I think like immediately I knew, I knew that like I could have been a better partner in that moment. But because I'm so stubborn, I have pride. I'm just like, whatever, just, let's just deal with it tomorrow. So tomorrow rolls around, we wake up. We go to the balcony to watch the sunrise, and I'm like, babe, I'm sorry. And he, <laughs> this man, legit lights up like the freaking sun just came out <laughs> from like behind the clouds. And he's so happy. He's like, <laughs> okay. 
that's it. That's all the man needed. Okay, even the way that you said sorry, I'm like, I can totally relate to that. When I actually do say sorry, I'm not like in a serious like, okay, I'm really sorry because I did this, this, and this. I'm like, I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me? It's like so hard <laughs> even then, right? And it's, it's like yeah. you almost have to like shrink a little bit. And you're like, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And then it makes like a huge difference. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, going back to what you were sharing, I think... This is a really great point because there's a difference between intention versus impact. Mm -hmm. And your intention might have not been to hurt someone's feelings or to offend someone, make them feel bad. But the impact is that it did. And so at that point in the conversation, like whether or not you feel like you're right and, you know, maybe you are right. The point that like matters is that your partner is not feeling okay and has brought this up because they're trying to get to a place to feel okay with you. And so I think like in those moments, it's really hard when you're like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, why do I have to apologize? You're the baby here, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And um, but then you also have your pride. So you're like, well, I'm not going to like let down and you easily forget in the moment the purpose or the point of an apology is sometimes just to open up that line of communication and create some space where two people can discuss what happened and share both sides of their story. The word sorry doesn't necessarily have to have such deep meaning to it. But with all of that being said, after we've looked at the five apology languages it's interesting because we all define sorries or our apologies so differently so a simple i'm sorry to james might brighten up his entire day you know like complete shift in his (laughs) face you know he's just Mm -hmm. smiling and happy and he comes and he hugs you and that is definitely how my boyfriend reacts to my I'm sorry too. But let's say James or my boyfriend was to say I'm sorry to us. That we know now is not necessarily going to work. Why doesn't a simple I'm sorry work for you? Because I'm the same way. Okay, to kind of just go over the five apology languages. These are the five that is on the website. First one is planned change. Second, accept responsibility. Third, make restitution. Fourth, expressing regret. And fifth is request forgiveness. So each of these methods of apologizing are very different. Some require you to say I'm sorry and then come up with a plan to execute that will show that this is not going to happen again. For others, it might be showing that you are so deeply Like you deeply feel regret for what you have done. Like, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. You know, like, how can you please forgive me? Or like, these are just different ways that you say I'm sorry. And so what's interesting as you were sharing your story was in the beginning of my relationship with my current boyfriend, we'd get into these fights and then we'd get to a point in the conversation where he goes, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And then I would say, for what? Like, what are you sorry for? And then he would, 
<laughs> I'd be like, tell me what you're sorry for. I want to know that you can explain why you're sorry. So you understand. I understand you understand why. And what I didn't realize was there were a few arguments that he had had with his sibling. And that's how they say sorry. They, they get in a fight. They say, I'm sorry, and it's done. They're good. They're actually fine. And I realized that like, oh, we actually have very different ways of saying I'm sorry. For him, all I have to say is like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And he is like, give him five minutes and he's good. If he did that to me, I'd be like, okay, and what? Like, I need more from you. And so that was something that we had to learn as we work through our conflict why it was so different for us and why I felt like I couldn't forgive him. And he's confused because he's like, I said sorry a hundred times already. And I'm like, your sorries don't mean anything to me without <laughs> the plan. Sorries are empty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So very interesting thing as Viv and I both shared our apology quizzes to each other was that we both rank very high on plan change 32 percent accepting responsibility 28 percent and then making resolution for viv 20 percent i'm 24 percent expressing regret for viv is 16 percent for me is four percent you regret it i don't care just tell me how you're gonna do better and then for viv her four percent is request forgiveness so if someone asks for forgiveness viv is like no not gonna give it to you (laughs) for me that's 12 percent. so i think of everything that you just shared of realizing even before this quiz that the way that you and your boyfriend apologize to each other is very different why do you think you are the way you are when it comes to apologies why is plan change so important to you and why do you not care about expressing forgiveness at all four percent is negligible maybe it has to do with All of these personality tests all kind of tie in together for me. And I think when it comes to my working style, I like to have to-do lists. I like to have a plan. I want to know what is coming up ahead. So I am naturally more of that kind of person. Like my MBTI, I'm a very strong J, which is like the structure. I need to know, I want to know the plan, et cetera. And so I think in the same way, like an apology has happened, but I need to know that this is not going to happen again because if it happens again, it shouldn't happen again is what like my brain naturally just jumps to this has happened I don't want it to happen again what are we going to do to prevent it it's very results oriented versus I think maybe for other personality styles maybe they're a little bit more people oriented and that's again not to say that I don't care about people but because they in that moment of that apology they're focusing on what that person is feeling they're like I just want to let you know how deeply sorry I am. Can I please ask for your forgiveness? What can I do to make it better? Versus for me, I don't want someone to ask me what they can do to make it better. I want them to just make it better. Because by them asking me, what can I do to make it better? That again, puts the responsibility on me. And I'm already mad. But of course, this is in a moment of high tension, like high emotions. Mm -hmm. If it was 
after the fact, maybe a day later, and we're both calm and we're both having the conversation, the conversation would probably sound a lot more like this tone of voice mm-hmm. when I'm speaking. Yeah. Mm. But in that moment, I'm like, don't ask me for anything. You did wrong. <laughs> so you should know how to fix it. Yes. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So what you're saying, I think is very interesting because James is for sure an Enneagram 2, which is just, I want to be loved and I care so much about people and potentially what they think about me because I want them to love me. So I think in that definition, it makes sense why he very easily can say sorry and will say sorry versus I think for me, I have to really mean it when I say sorry because I think it's very, very, it's not like a, it's not like a holy word, but I think sorries can be thrown around so easily these days that it doesn't have any weight. So I think for me personally, the reason why it's like quote unquote hard is less about me being prideful or me having an ego or whatever. It's more so when I really do say it, I want it to mean like, I really want it to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Versus like, I think if someone says it every other sentence, then to me, like, it doesn't really mean anything. And I think I also, similar to you, believe that Actions speak louder than words. You know, you can say whatever you want to say, but if whatever you're doing doesn't match what you're saying, you can say sorry to me a hundred times. But if I don't see change or if I don't see that you really know what you mean when you say sorry, then that doesn't mean anything to me. And so I think that's why for me, the plan change is so important. And I think the accepting responsibility, it's like, hey, I did something wrong. Here's what I'm going to do to be better in the future. That to me is like music to my ears. You don't even need to say the word sorry. Just like, hey, my bad. Here's what I'm going to do moving forward. What you said earlier about personality types and how it impacts everything else, it's, it's so fascinating. But I want to go back to what you mentioned earlier of how... In Vivian's mind, Vivian says sorry all the time. However, boyfriend's reality is very different. Can you share a bit more about why you think there's a discrepancy between (laughs) mind and reality? I think it's very easy for me to say sorry to strangers or people in passing. You know, I accidentally bump into someone. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people that you're like, why do you keep saying sorry all the time for no reason? (laughs) But I think like in that sense, I maybe kind of like James too, where I rather say sorry to people I'm not that close to rather than them maybe not liking me or for a chance of like miscommunication, I'd rather be the one that's at fault. And I'll say, my bad, I'm sorry. Charlie's barking at you. I'm so sorry, you know. But when it comes to close, like people who are close to me, my parents, my partner, my best friends, it's really, really hard. And I don't fully understand why. Can we get two scenarios? Because I think... If it's hard for you to apologize, it's just hard for you to apologize, period. But there's two scenarios. There's a scenario where you actually are wrong. Do you apologize? Or is it still like hard? In a scenario where you feel like you aren't wrong, but your partner is expecting an apology from you. Does that make sense? 
okay, you know what? I'm thinking about it, and I think he's wrong. I think I apologize. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not saying sorry. <laughs> I do apologize. I'm always quick to apologize. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, we, we have to get him on. It'll be called Boyfriend Support. <laughs> No, because I do. I will always say sorry. But I think what drives me insane about how he says sorry. Now this is just like a a, a little vent or rant here. <laughs> what drives me crazy is when he says, I'm sorry you feel that way. Because I'm like, what do you mean you're sorry I feel this way? Like, I'm in a conversation where I'm telling him hey, I'm really upset that this happened when you did this. You know, it made me feel X, Y, Z. And then his response will almost always be, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I'm like, that doesn't feel sincere at all. I actually had this conversation with him yesterday and he was explaining to me that he actually does feel sorry that I feel this way. Like he is sorry that what he did made me feel bad, but it's because of how he says it. I'm sorry you feel this way. It almost feels like, well, I'm sorry you feel this way. It's like, not my problem Mm -hmm. that you feel this way. Mm -hmm. And so I learned literally yesterday after two years of dating that there's just a gap in what he means when he says that versus what I hear when he says, I'm sorry you feel this way. What I want to hear is, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen. And I understand why you feel this way. I'm sorry that that happened, you know. And then, like, what can I do next time to either prevent that or, like, I will be more mindful. No, it's not what I can do. It's this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, this is, you're right. You're right. No, don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. You know better. Yeah, you know better. <laughs> Fix what you broke. Apologizing is very important in relationships. It's a skill that we all need to learn, but it's also very unique to that relationship. Given that we all receive apologies and expect different types of apologies um, because of just who we are as people, it's like our own preferences. So now knowing that if I was to ever apologize to you, I should tell you what I'm going to do to make it better or like to improve so that it doesn't happen next time. Now that I know it's so easy for me to get away with anything with my boyfriend, all I have to do is say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, you know, that will just change the mood and open up the space for us to have a conversation and to put my pride down. You know, like if that I'm sorry is going to make such a huge difference in their moment, let's say it, and then I can share my feelings at a different point in the conversation. I don't have to fight it right now. So the example that you just shared was when you are upset and then he responds in the way that he does, you get even more upset. And in this situation, it seems as if, like if someone's right or wrong, it seems he was wronged because he did something to make you upset. Do you ever do something that upsets him? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's just me. I'm All right, problem. that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I don't think it's that you're the problem. I just think a lot of times guys generally, I'm going to generalize here, but guys are pretty simple. You know, like you do something, they may be peeved, you say sorry, they get over it. And so I think we're just a bit more complex, you know, as humans. <laughs> 
Because I can count literally on my finger how many times James has gotten mad at me or been remotely upset. Maybe two or three times, literally, in the three years that we've known each other. Which is wild. Okay, so yeah, that there goes that question. I was just going to ask, what if you actually did something wrong? Okay, so let's say you actually did do something wrong. I could do no wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Would you apologize right away if you realize you did something wrong? I think I would, but apparently he says I don't, which I'm like, I don't even have to apologize because there's nothing wrong. But again, I personally think that I do apologize. I think I'm a lot better at reassuring the other person that I understand what they're feeling and it I always try to reassure him at least that like his feelings are valid it's usually in the moments where both of our emotions are high and that's when I kind of not see red but that's when it's harder for me to take a few steps back and realize like he's just sharing his side of the story so that I understand him versus in that moment I want to be the one who's being understood not him it's kind of like the the situation with James that you had I feel like in my scenario I'm like James and you're like my partner where I'll bring something up and say like hey I've been thinking about this and this really upset me but then that conversation gets taken like it's the literal context that gets taken out of proportion when really what I'm trying to talk about is hey I've been feeling sad I've been feeling anxious I've been feeling concerned or stressed and this is what triggered it how can we talk about this so that I feel better but instead when the other person hears that it's almost like well they get defensive they're like well I didn't mean to do that you know like I that's like your problem like I didn't mean to or like I'm sorry you feel this way but in that moment it's kind of like this person is putting out a bid and they just want you to receive that bid and like help them sort through it because the point of all of these conversations apology or no apology it's so that you can move forward in the relationship and so long as you both remember that it'll be easier to bring yourself to the ground and just say sorry and talk it out wow that was a very great perspective shift Viv to hear you (laughs) say you're James and I'm your partner. Wow. (laughs) Because it it pulls me away from my personal feelings with my partner to see it from another person's perspective and to be like, wow, maybe I am the problem. (laughs) No, it's just in the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was very enlightening, actually. I was like, oh, yes. And in my mind, I'm always like, when I bring up something, James is like, yeah, well, I feel this way too. And I'm like, this isn't the time to talk about how you feel. Let's spend the time focusing on what, how I feel and what you did wrong. But when he does that, I gaslight him. I don't really, but it's fascinating working through relationships. This is actually perfect because what we have planned for the next episode, we're going to go into kind of like a formula on how you can be a better active listener 
and also how you can listen with like a kind and compassionate ear instead of listening to the content of what that person is talking about we're actually listening to the feeling or the need that they're expressing indirectly through that sentence or that phrase or whatever they're sharing with you so I'm really excited to talk about that with you it's something that I've learned through my work actually so yeah we can go a lot more in in detail next week Yes, and Viv is going to help facilitate a little workshop with Rowena because Rowena (laughs) really needs to learn how to... I think like I listen pretty well, but then yeah, clearly when it comes to matters of the heart in my relationship, I listen to the content more than the context. I think the cool thing also is that once you start doing this form of communication it's called nonviolent communication which again we'll go over next week you start communicating differently with your friends too because you start realizing am I trying to talk about this thing or am I actually trying to express my feelings and I'm not doing it directly for them to understand mm. right because at the end of the day the whole point is like you want your friends to be there for you you want to support your friends as well and so yeah more to come next week it looks like the sun is setting. <laughs> I know. I looked like I was in a dungeon. It reminds me of like when you're in high school and you're like, like webcamming your friends. <laughs> yeah. And it's after dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Now that the sun has officially set, I think it's time for this episode to set as well. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in on this episode. We've been trying something a bit different to just like take a topic and really expand on it. And I think both Viv and I have found this to be fascinating to talk about and to dive into. And yeah, let us know what you think. If there's anything else that you miss from voice hugs, if you have any personal questions that you want us to answer and any, you know, in any capacity, whether it's advice or whether it's in a Q&A format, you know where to find us. You can email us hello at voicehugspodcast.com and you can also DM us on Instagram at voicehugspodcast. And as we've been teasing this whole episode towards the end, at least, I'm really excited about the next one because there's so much I can learn from Senpai Vivian <laughs> on nonviolent communication. I will do my best to facilitate next week. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Sending you voice hugs wherever you are around the world. Voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye.